Live the next chapter of your life on your terms. Stay tuned for the latest on retirement planning, tax strategies, and other financial news to grow your nest egg. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller, powered by Mueller Retirement Planning. Let's get this party started, huh? Hey there, welcome. Thanks for joining us on Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker. And each and every week, Sean and I get together to talk to you about getting ready for retirement. And Sean Mueller is the founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning. So when we talk about these financial issues, what he's doing is sharing the wisdom that he picks up during the week at his business with you here on the weekend. No charge. But if you are looking for the services of a financial advisor, I would strongly recommend you start your search process with Mueller Retirement Planning. But before we get into all the news and stuff, Welcome back to the show, Sean. How's it going? It's going great. I'm happy to be back. How's everything with you, James? Kind of somber, kind of serious. I'm, I don't want to like bring the whole energy down, but um, my my wife's grandmother's in home hospice. Oh no! I well, look, she's in her mid 90s, so you know it doesn't seem nearly as tragic if you've been able to live a, a whole century. That's more than most people get. But it's it's interesting because I'm not new to this. This is probably the the fourth or fifth close person I've been close to that's been in home hospice. And when I say it's my wife's grandmother, she lived down the street from us. She watched my kids when before they got to school age. So we're really close with her. And it's interesting when you talk to someone in their 90s in hospice on what they talk about. The Look, you only have a little bit of time left on this earth. What would you like to tell me? What would you like to discuss? What would you like to talk about? And it used to confuse me because uh, people change so much once their life is kind of over and they're you know, just kind of tidying up before they step away into the the next next great big adventure, and they all talk about basically uh, the same thing. They just want to know how their family's doing. They want to know how their kids, their grandkids, their great grandkids. That's how that, that's what they want to know. They don't talk about their jobs. They don't talk about what subdivision they lived in. They don't talk about how nice their car was twenty six years ago. They talk about their family. It, it's amazing how much this woman was in a good mood. And I don't think she would have been without financial planning. I'm not saying that to be shallow and I'm not saying that because money is the most important thing ever, but you got enough to worry about in that last little curtain call of life. Let's not make money be one of them, but it doesn't happen by accident. So I was thinking about, you know, you and this show and financial planning quite a bit this weekend. Yeah. It's crazy how things get much more simple when you only have X amount of time to live. And I think that's a good way to, to think about a lot of things when everybody's stressing and worried about stuff. If somebody told you, hey, you only have a week to live, you know, a lot of stuff that you feel like are, are your issues or problems, you're not even going to think about that. And, and you make a great point. I mean, it comes down to at the end of the day, your family and how everybody's doing and that's it. So thank you for sharing that. Great job at tying it all into the financial planning world because you're right. At, at the end of the day, you don't want to have any extra stresses when you know, if you're one of the lucky ones, you know, live to your mother-in-law's uh, age. That's great. Thank you for sharing that. But to your point, uh, what we want to talk about is, is basically we have some words of wisdom for for uh, retirees. So retirees have given us and passed down uh, some, you know, really little snippets of some maybe some of the challenges that they've had when they retired. And that's really what we want to talk about today. So I just want to go ahead. You're, you're really uh, important on this because, like I said, I've only really dealt with five, maybe six people who've gone through this phase of life that I've been close to. But this is what you deal with every day. So if I'm picking up this much wisdom just from one lady this one time and you've had, you know, dozens, if not hundreds of clients, I, I want to hear some of these conversations that you've had. 
Yeah. I've had somebody tell me, you know, before when they, when they retired anyway, you know, there, there's a lot of challenging, a lot of different things that pop up for, for everybody. Cause everybody's going to be a little different and, and some, you know, basically, uh, have, have a rough time kind of, they might be retired for a year and everything was great. They traveled quite a bit, but they still kind of feel like they're missing something. You know, one person had said, you know, they, they miss the comfort of having a place to go every day. So, you know, they, they went to work for 40 years. They went to the basically the same place, you know, for 40 years. And, you know, that was comforting for them and, and for them waking up every day. And now they really have nowhere to go. I, they really didn't feel like they were important anymore. You know, the people weren't relying on them to go to work and, and do their job. So they were a little lost. And, you know, that's just one thing that pops to my mind when we talk about retirees and that and some of the challenges that they come across. That seems like it would be multiplied if you retire early. You know, you still have a whole lot of energy and you're still, you know, physically able to do that kind of stuff. So I, I think that would uh, sort of be exacerbated if you want to step away at like age 60. You know, that's it's, it's almost like, is there a too early to retire age? Right. Yeah, there can be. And again, everybody's going to be different. We, uh, we had uh, another retiree that retired in their 60s. They traveled for like 10 years with their wife. And after that, basically around 70, they said they, they missed the routine and the camaraderie from their, their other employees and that they uh, worked with. So they were really looking for a part time job at that point. And, you know, and that could just mean, you know, working at a golf course a couple days a week. Maybe you like the golf and it gets you out, things like that. So, you know, don't think about, you know, retiring that you can't go back to work. You know, you might just want to go back to work for even if it's just one day a week, just something to look forward to some somewhere to be, uh, you know, somewhere where you can talk to other people outside of maybe just your spouse or, or, you know, a few friends that you have. So just keep an open mind with that. Well, we talked about if you want to get a boat in retirement, maybe rent a boat for a few months and if it sticks, then buy it. But you can't test drive a retirement. You can't tell your career, like, hang on, I'm going to retire for about six months, maybe a year. And if I don't like it, I want my job back. You know, I don't know if everyone can pull that off. So how do you test drive a retirement? Yeah. So what I like to do is basically come up with how much they can generate as far as income goes in retirement and have them, you know, test it out and see, hey, over the next six months, do you think you can live off, you know, just this amount of money? And that way they can just test out to see how their lifestyle is going to be over that six months. And it, that way they don't, like to your point, they're not just retiring and they're like, look, our budget's a little tight or I'm not liking being retired right now. I'm just not ready. I thought I was ready, but I'm not. But because, you know, a lot of times you're not going to be able to just go back and get your job back. So test it first, you know, just come up with maybe that six month budget, see if you can live off it, see how your lifestyle is going to be before you actually go in and, and sign the papers and say, look, I'm out of here. All right. That's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. If you want to call him at his office, it's 248-988-9696. His website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. And today we're just talking about words of wisdom people have shared after retirement with Sean. And so uh, let's just go through a few more. What's next on the list of wisdom in retirement? Yeah, I had somebody tell me, you know, be prepared to be flexible with your, even if you had like long-term dreams anyway. And what they're really coming down by saying that, what they're getting at is, you know, maybe you had a set plan and you, you wanted to travel, you know, all over the place in retirement, but maybe your spouse 
kind of has second thoughts. Maybe they, you know, they're uncomfortable with going outside of the country or things like that. Um, retirement timeline, maybe, you know, that's not going to either work out for you or, uh, maybe your spouse is going to want to continue to work while you retire. That, that happens quite a bit. Uh, when one spouse retires and, and hoping the other spouse will retire with them and they actually don't. And that's kind of puts a little, uh, hiccup in what they're, retirement dream was. They thought, hey, once I retire, I'm going to continue to travel. You know, my spouse is obviously going to be there with me, but sometimes that's just not the case. Uh, And then some people just have a hard time walking away from their career. So maybe their spouse just refuses to retire because they're just either nervous or they like the camaraderie of, you know, going in every day. So just know, even though you've had these long, you know, these long held dreams for X amount of time, it might not go directly as planned. So just be flexible with it. Know that you might have to make a couple of changes and it's everything's going to be all right at the end of the day, but just don't be so rigid in your plans. I can understand that though. You go from being a guy who's, hey, I have this job and I have this title and I have this income and I go to work and I'm, you know, if, if not the boss, at least I probably have some people under me. So there's, you know, this air of respect and, and purpose and, you know, I think maybe because I'm an inherently lazy person, it would be easy to give all that up just because I'm tired of working. But for some people who really like their job and they and they find some sense of prestige out of it, that's a big ask. Yeah, absolutely. Another one that comes to mind, which happened to my one of my good friends, grandmother, because for the longest time she had a place in, in Naples, Florida, and we even traveled there when we were kids and, and all of that. And it was a great place. And uh, she recently sold it. And everybody's like, why, why would you sell your place in Florida and, and you know, move back to Michigan full time? And she's like, all of my friends passed away. I don't have any more friends there. <laughs> so she was hanging on to it for, for the last few years. And she had a, a couple of friends that were still alive at the time and they had passed away. And she's like, I, there's nobody to go visit anymore. So that's one of the things I feel like a lot of folks might not think about. You think about maybe your, your spouse passing away. But, you know, what happens when all of your friends pass away as well? You know, so you got to be prepared for that because illness, divorce, all these things factor in that really could change your retirement. That Man, that's exactly what I heard from my wife's grandma. All our friends have, have been gone. She's in her mid-90s. That's just, that's what happens. All right, tell them about your book, Sean. Uh, the, the book's out. You're giving away free copies. Uh, why does the guy need to get his hands on a copy and how does he do it? Yeah, there's a lot of educational things in the book. You're most definitely will get uh, a few solid takeaways. You know, we're touching on long-term care, index universal life. Uh, we're talking about Social Security, Medicare, you name it, basic investing um, information. So you can call or text 248-988-9696 to get your free copy. That's 248-988-9696. Uh, you can go to our website and you can sign up for one of our dinner seminars. Again, we like to go and educate folks. So we give a lot of great information there. And uh, you can go to our website at MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. You can sign up for one of those. But yeah, we'll send it out to you. You get it within a few days. You read it over. It's, it's a nice, good read. You're going to get some solid takeaways that are going to help you with your retirement. All right, I'm James Parker. That's Sean Mueller. We'll be right back with more Retire Right. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? 
Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning believes retirement planning should be easy and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why Sean and his team created the Retire Right Pack, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of his book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. This book will help guide you through retirement with insight on taxes, social security, income, and much more. To get your Retire Right Pack, text Right to 248-988-9696. In addition to the book, you'll also receive updated resources on retirement's most common concerns. Get your Retire Right Pack from Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning now by texting Right to 248-988-9696. That's Right to 248-988-9696. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take Retire Right with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, you can listen to Retire Right wherever you get your podcasts. That's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. seem like a drum guy to me i do own a drum set but that's just i don't have enough friends to make a band so i end up having to play everything myself playing instruments yeah i've got other passions i bet you're really good with the spreadsheet and that is far more valuable than acoustic guitar yeah so maybe in retirement i will pick up a new hobby and try new things and i'll try and do some tax planning we've made it back this is retire right brought to you by mueller retirement planning Hey there, welcome back. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm James Parker, and Sean and I get together every weekend to talk about any topic it takes to get you ready for retirement and make the right decision when it comes to these, uh, you know, these financial forks in the road that you're about to face. That's what this show is all about. And one thing that a lot of people go through in retirement, and I, I absolutely plan to do this. I can't wait to do this, and that's downsizing. Some people like living in a giant mansion or, or a big house with a big yard. Uh, but I'm an inherently lazy person, Sean. Or maybe not lazy. How about efficient? That's probably a better word. It's a synonym I prefer. I'm an efficient guy. I'm looking forward to getting in a smaller house, maybe even a condo so where I don't even have to mow the yard anymore. And if something breaks, I can make someone else fix it. But let's talk about downsizing in retirement. As a financial advisor, what do you see? Because you've seen people go through this phase in droves. Yeah, you want to declutter or downsize, that's for sure. Uh, and and really, there's a couple of reasons why most folks do it. I, I would say the first one's very obvious is the cost. You want to lower your cost of everything and then the complexity of everything. So uh, if you're still maybe in your family home that you, you raised your kids in and, and you're staring at your spouse uh, across the living room and you, and you guys never really venture upstairs because your primary bedroom's downstairs and you haven't been up there maybe in a month, uh, you might want to start considering downsizing. You're probably not utilizing your house and there's really no reason at that point to be paying more, whether it be in taxes, heating and cooling bills, upkeep or anything like that. So start thinking about doing that again, downsizing cost. And then what you really want to start doing is is making things easier for yourself. You know, you're, you're retired or going to be retired. You don't want a bunch of uh, accounts and things spread out all over the place. You want to really clean it up to make it much easier to manage. When you have, you know, 
10 different accounts spread out um, or things, you know, at your house and there's stuff in the basement, there's stuff in the upstairs closet. You don't really know what's going on. You know, that that can be really overwhelming. What you want to do in retirement is just simplify everything. That way you can just take a deep breath. That's that's kind of the way I look at retirement is like you finally can take a deep breath. You're not in the rat race anymore of working. You want to try to make your life stress-free or is at least close to stress-free as possible. Well, I like that word you use, decluttering. I was talking strictly about downsizing, but that that is a big aspect of it is let's just have fewer complexities as necessary to keep this whole thing going because um, fewer things to worry about sounds like the whole point of retirement. Yeah. And, you know, when you bring it back to, yeah, you know, let's just say you have multiple 401k accounts, for instance, I mean, it might make sense for you to really just roll that into one IRA. Okay. Now it's just less paperwork you're getting at home or emails that you're getting, less you got to keep up on, or if things change in your life, it's one less account you got to update beneficiaries or make investment decisions on, things like that. So again, it's, it's all about just simplifying your life. And that could, again, be downsizing your home, saving money that way, or just making sure that everything's tight, everything's in order. You have all your documents in order. You know, if something happens to you and your spouse, it makes it easier for your kids. They don't have to go through all of your stuff and try to figure out where everything is because you got everything organized. When it comes time to declutter the finances and people come to you, what are some of the common things that you recommend people do? You know, I'm not saying everyone's got to go to a financial advisor, but for the the do-it-yourselfer, give him some tips on on what he can do to sort of declutter and downsize. Yeah, for one of those things is, you know, just consolidation, consolidating accounts. It just makes it much easier to manage and it makes it easier so you know what's going on in each one of your accounts. If, you, if you've got multiple accounts, uh, you know, all over the place, are those accounts and in investments complementing one another? And it's hard for some folks to know that if, if it's not all in one account so you can really see it. So doing that, I would say, uh, you know, as far as just making it simpler at home. Uh, just, you know, once every couple of months, I know that's what my wife and I do. Once every couple of months, we will uh, go through the basement and just start kind of getting rid of and donating things. And because, you know, you, you basically look at each other and go, hey, have you, you even come down here and use this in, in the last two or three months? And most of the time the answer is no. And then it's probably time to start moving on from that. Do that. Go through closets, whatever it is, and just start getting rid of some of these things. It, it makes you feel good. It makes you feel like you're accomplishing something, and it just gets potential other distractions out of the way in your life. You know, when you have too much clutter, it, it's sometimes it's hard to even make decisions because you just got a lot of stuff in your face all the time. Well, I think you'll be surprised at how little you miss some of this stuff that you throw away. And you know, one of the hard lessons that happened in my family, my parents' house burned down uh, like three years ago. And it had a bunch of my old stuff in it that I don't know why I was keeping it. What do I need my soccer trophy from eighth grade? Why do I need my high school letter jacket? Why do I need? And it was just a a whole house full of stuff that it burned down. No one was hurt. But in the end, it almost did my parents a favor because they moved into a new house. And now it's not full of junk and they don't really miss much of that stuff. I know there's always an excuse to keep something. Somebody's, oh, you know, you think, you know, one day I'm going to use this weird gadget that someone gave me or whatever. That's kind of the the way I tend to look at things, you know, when I'm cleaning out the house and whatnot. I go, if the house burns down right now, am I truly going to miss this thing right here? 
And most of the time, the answer is no, I'm not going to miss it. So, you know, it's time to, to, to move on from it and donate it and maybe give someone else an opportunity uh, to use it or ha- have a garage sale uh, and make a little extra money off of it. I mean, that's a really good idea to, to, to maybe raise a little extra cash in retirement, a little bonus for you is have a yard sale or a garage sale with all of that, that stuff. So you're kind of killing two birds with one stone. You're decluttering and potentially making a little extra coin. So maybe you can, uh, uh, go to your favorite restaurant or, or whatever else. There's so many people that, that come in, you know, that really don't know what they have exactly. And, you know, some folks have trouble even finding 401k statements and pulling those up, but it's something that we can help you out with. So don't be embarrassed. Give us a call and come in. So one of the things I like about downsizing, at least the idea of downsizing, we talked about, you know, decluttering and simplifying and streamlining, but I'm just thinking about uh, as I get older, there's also the physical element that is an advantage of downsizing because I don't mind mowing the lawn now, but when I'm 90, am I going to be as enthusiastic about a push mower? You know, and I also, you know, I'm tired of fixing stuff, Sean. (laughs) Yeah. Most of us bearing certain things. Uh, we'll no longer be able to do the, the yard work and things like that. So, you know, it is nice to, to start to, to get rid of some of that stuff. And, uh, you know, th- those are things that we can talk about and really build into your budget. Cause I know a lot of folks like doing it. Some folks don't want to pay to have somebody do it. So let's sit down and talk about it, see where you are in this situation. And then I'll see, Hey, can we build that into your budget so we can have somebody come over and mow your lawn or have somebody come and fix up things around the house, you know, when you're no longer capable or if you are capable, you just simply don't want to do it anymore. So it, that's definitely one of the things that we'll go over and talk about and build into your budget. Yeah. And I, you know, I, I found it strange how resistant people have been to downsizing. And I know this is anecdotal, but I saw a family friend who, uh, he was a friend of my parents who had a house and he lived in a subdivision on a golf course. And it turned out that after he retired, he didn't have the ability to maintain that standard of living. But he just kept living there anyway until he got kicked out. And I thought that was odd that he was going to downsize either way. He just chose to do it uh, by force instead of on his own terms 10 years before uh, the day of reckoning. And I thought that was weird how some people's pride got in the way of downsizing. That's exactly what I was going to say. They almost feel like they're failing by downsizing, but you're actually making a very good decision by that. So you can have more money. And to your point, you're not getting forced out. So downsizing doesn't doesn't mean you're taking a step back. You're actually taking a step forward. You're going to be able to save more money. And and maybe you, you just can't physically be in that home anymore. Maybe the bed, the primary bedroom's upstairs, whatever, whatever it may be, and you just can't go up and down the stairs anymore. So like instead of waiting to the last minute to do something like that, why don't we do that five to 10 years before that may happen to you? That way we can get you situated and, and really lower your overall budget so you can stretch out those retirement assets and maybe you can take those and go to Europe or go somewhere you've always wanted to go. My parents' experience is one of downsizing. They had 30 acres and now they live on like a quarter of an acre in a subdivision. And they were so sad for about a month or two. And now it's been a little over a year. And they said they would never, they would never move back. They love living in a subdivision. And it's because it's the phase of life where they're not supposed to be taking care of a ranch and 30 acres and they're supposed to be kicking back and taking it easy. And you know what? That's preferable to living on the, you know, I, I guess they watched a whole lot of bonanza growing up, but, um, you know, the, the fantasy's over, this is real life. And this subdivision is actually really nice. 
Yeah, again, you just want to simplify things. And that comes down to, you know, hiring a professional a financial planner to to help you build a plan and actually oversee your assets in retirement. That way you're not having to wake up every day and do research and stress about the the stock market and what you may have lost. That's not for you to really do in retirement anymore. Let's have somebody else, a professional, oversee that so you can actually just focus on the fun things that you want to do, whether it's spending more time with your grandkids or going on vacations, whatever your retirement is, whatever you want that to look like, focus on that stuff. Don't focus on the other stressful stuff that you can actually benefit from having someone else oversee and do for you. All right, so whether you're looking forward to downsizing or you're going to approach it kicking and screaming, coming up next with Sean Mueller, we're going to break down some of the steps that he runs through at Mueller Retirement Planning to help people go through this process. And, you know, if you're a do-it-yourselfer, maybe you're going to pick up some good tips that you can use if you're looking for some financial help. Uh, Stick around because you're about to get it coming up next. I'm James Parker. You're listening to Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. Errors when you're playing a game means, oh no, you're going to lose. Errors when you're talking about your finances means thousands of dollars. Yeah, you don't want to just throw away thousands of dollars, flush it down the toilet and just give it to the government and let them kind of blow it on frivolous stuff. Yeah, you know what? I think they get enough of my money, Sean. I believe they probably do. And I feel the same way. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Hey there. Welcome back. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm James Parker. We're talking about downsizing in retirement. And, you know, decluttering is part of that. And, you know, downsizing is uh, sometimes you get to do it because you want to do it. Sometimes it's forced upon you because you've run out of assets and you don't have any choice. But let's talk about the process, whether whether it's forced upon you or you're doing it voluntarily. What are some of the steps the guy listening can expect when this uh, process happens? Yeah, be the one that you actually downsize and it's not forced upon you. That's, you don't want to be on that side. So get ahead of this thing because, you know, the upkeep for for a home can, uh, especially a big home in retirement can be a pain. If you have a second home, upkeep on that's a pain. If you have three, four, five cars, upkeep on that's a pain. So make things a little bit more simple for yourself. And, and really, we like to break it down into two manageable steps. So really in the first meeting, that's the conversation. You know, we're talking about what you want to see happen. So, uh, how do you feel about your current picture? When do you see yourself making updates? Uh, what's the most uh, important things to yourself as far as retirement goes? You know, you got to remember our goals here are your goals. So, they basically will change and we tailor them to every single uh, couple or client that we help. So, we just want to really get to understand what makes you tick what's very important to you so we can help start building that into your plan. And then in the second meeting, we basically will will lay everything out and, and give you all these different options in a way to really approach uh, you know, your future retirement. So we're, we're talking about ways of reducing risk in your portfolio, maybe you know taxes are are, are something that's that's big. you know we, we want to take a look and how we can save you potentially in in taxes. Um, Maybe, uh, you know, long-term health is something that is important, meaning 
you know, a lot of folks have had parents go through long-term care and they're in a nursing home or assisted living home. And that really touches them because they see either their parents go through the bulk of their savings and maybe leaving another spouse or the remaining spouse basically with nothing at the end of the day. So, so then we can start talking about options on to approach long-term care. There's insurance policies uh, that have death benefits uh, if you don't use the long-term care portion of it. So there's, there's multiple ways to approach the retirement um, plan building. And that's what we want to go over with you in, in that second meeting and, and give you all of your different options. We don't really take that approach where it's like, this is what you have to do or else you're making huge mistakes. We like to give you multiple options so you can really make the best decision for yourself. Well, I'm noticing this decluttering process, you know, the Venn diagram is overlapping with some other financial professions because you mentioned taxes a few times in there. And then also some of this stuff sounded like uh, estate planning concerns. But, you know, these are all part of a financial plan. It's just branching out into other areas. Yeah, it's not just investments. When you're looking for a financial planner, and and, uh, you may have heard this this one before, but there is a difference between a broker and a fiduciary when you're going out there and and looking for a real financial planner. And I like to use the the butcher versus dietitian metaphor. So, for instance, you know, let's just say every week you go to your local butcher shop. And you walk in and there's a bunch of guys there and they're in aprons and and they have a ton of different choices for for all these different meats, you know. They know so much about every single meat, more than you're ever going to be able to learn. And and basically you walk in, you're like, hey, Lou, I'm going to have a barbecue this weekend. You know, what do you got for me? And, And Lou might say, hey. You, we got the uh, we got the skirt steak this week. It's looking really good. Or uh, we got ribeyes or fillets. You know, marinate them, and they'll tell you how to cook them and all that stuff. And it all sounds great. But here's the thing: this is one thing that Lou will never say. He's never gonna, you know, you're never gonna walk in there and he's gonna go, Sean, you're you're a little heavy on the meats lately. You know, your your cholesterol is getting a little high. You should probably go across the street to the uh, to the fish market and take a, a couple of weeks off, off eating all this meat. And, and that's basically because he's got something to sell you. He, he's, he's doing meats. He's going to sell you meats. He doesn't care about anything else. And that's really where the kind of we compare that to a broker. They got, they got stocks. They're just telling you what stocks to buy. But the difference between the butcher and the dietitian, the dietitian is going to sit down with you and, and, and go over your charts and, and say, all right, what are you eating? What do you have? Uh, you know, your numbers are high. What we need to do is put together a right plan, a diet for you that's specifically in your best interest. I don't care what it is. Uh, I don't care if it's vegetables or fruit or meats or fish. It doesn't matter. What we're trying to do is just create the, the best balance for your diet. And that's where a fiduciary comes in. And that's the biggest difference. You know, when we sit down with our clients, we're putting together an entire plan. We don't care what it is. Okay, we don't care what type of investments they are. What we're trying to do is just make sure they're the right investments for you, the right balance for you. So we got to sit down, especially in that first meeting, and really get to understand what makes you tick, what you want your retirement to look like, so we can go to the drawing board and solve that. Dr. Sean Mueller. Yes. Here to heal your financial woes. All right, so <laughs> let's talk about the the cost of a financial planner. And we talk about you, but you don't. The guy listening knows he doesn't necessarily have to go to, to get help from you. There's other financial planners out there. You're not going to be the perfect fit for everyone. So when you're shopping around for a financial planner, uh, what's the cost you can expect? How do you know if you're getting ripped off? 
Yeah. So basically the costs are going to vary depending on the type of investments you're going into and all of that. But I would say most folks, they're not really too concerned about the costs in the sense they want you to help solve for their taxes, for their health care, for these rising inflation costs. They really want to see that they're getting the proper value. As long as you're showing them that the value that you bring, solving for their actual needs, if they have a problem, you need to solve for it. Give them, give them a couple different solutions here so they can make the best decision for themselves. So that's really what I feel is important when you sit down with a financial planner is that they're showing you the value that they bring. They're not just telling you, hey, you need to buy this bundle of stocks and your income is going to be okay. You need to see exactly where your income's coming from. And also, you got to look at some of those hidden fees. You know, if you're looking at mutual funds, for instance, there's a lot of hidden fees in mutual funds, variable annuities. You know, those type of investments can be costly. So just because somebody's saying, look, it's going to cost you this and, you know, X amount, well, what are the other fees that are trickling in that you're not seeing that could be draining your portfolio over time? So you have to make sure you're getting the value. You have to make sure this person's actually solving for your problems and you can visually see that they're solving. They're not just telling you that everything's going to be okay. That's the one thing that bothers me the most when folks come in and they say, you know what, I sat down with, with, my, uh, with my planner and they told me I was going to be fine. They said they're just going to you know, generate X amount out of my portfolio and I won't run out of money. But, but how are they going to do that? What does that look like? Uh, what does your accounts look like in these rough periods, that, you know, right in the last couple of years? What does your portfolio look like if you're withdrawing off of it? What does it look like in a 2008 and you're retired and you need to generate income? How are they protecting your assets? And if they're, they can't answer that, if they're just saying that you're going to be okay, then you definitely need to sit down with someone else and get a second opinion because really you don't have a planner, you have a broker. All right, that's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning, 248-988-9696, 248-988-9696. The website is MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. I'm James Parker. We'll be right back with more Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning believes retirement planning should be easy and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why Sean and his team created the Retire Right Pack, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of his book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. This book will help guide you through retirement with insight on taxes, social security, income, and much more. To get your Retire Right Pack, text Right to 248-988-9696. In addition to the book, you'll also receive updated resources on retirement's most common concerns. Get your Retire Right Pack from Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning now by texting Right to 248-988-9696. That's Right to 248-988-9696. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Welcome back. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker. And we're going to end the show today with the top five list. This comes from Elena Peters. 
on makingmidlifematter.com. Uh, it's not the biggest medium uh, of information out there, but I sure did like this list. Five things your kids don't want to inherit from you. And Sean, when it comes to estate planning, th there are people that just have a tornado of misinformation in their head when they sit down and, and come up with their estate plan. You've told me some great stories about it, so I bet you love this list. Yeah, I mean, it is a great list, but you get to see all the craziness when it comes when somebody passes away and, and folks come with these different stories and they tell you about, you know, maybe what their where parents kept for so long. And, you know, you get the good, the bad, the ugly when, when people end up passing away. And it's fun listening to all the clients' stories and the, some of the things that they fortunately and unfortunately had to go through when uh, their parents passed away. I had uh, an amazing experience where my parents burned their house down a couple years ago. And when I see this list, I can assure you that aside from the photos, you're not going to miss any of that stuff. You know, I was so devastated because I still had a bunch of stuff at my parents' house from back in the day, like my, my varsity letter jacket. When was I ever going to wear my varsity letter jacket again, Sean? You're going to give it to your, well, you're one of your kids. Yeah, well, that's all I'm missing. I don't think my kids necessarily wanted to wear their dad's uh, jacket. It's not like I went to a prestigious public school or anything. And it's a normal old letter jacket that doesn't have their name on it. It's the wrong colors. It's the wrong logo. And, you know, all like trophies from the Little League and stuff. That's all gone. L let me tell you something. You're not going to miss it. Yes, you can burn up your entire wardrobe and you may miss a couple pairs of pants and a couple shirts but you're not going to miss the 400 other items that went up in smoke. You're just not going to miss it like you think you do. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, we've spoke about this on previous uh, episodes as far as like decluttering and all of that stuff. And my wife and I always love to go through, you know, our basement and closets and really just start getting rid of stuff and saying, look, do we really need this? If our house, And that's what we do. We go, if our house burnt down, you know, tomorrow, are we going to miss this thing? That That's a great uh, comparison there. All right, so number five on this list, five things your kids don't want to inherit from you. And number five is photo albums. Now, they want the photos, but they don't want all these big, clunky photo albums. And let me just reassure you that that is not something that people of my generation or younger do. We, I, I've never flipped through a photo album with my kids unless we were at my, my parents' house or some older person's house. We just don't have photo albums anymore. What we do is we go to the hard drive where I have all my photos and we flip through the slideshow on the big screen we can do it on the tv in the living room we can do it here in the studio but the actual physical albums your kids don't want that and there are companies that can take those photos and put it all uh digitize them for you and you don't even have to do it yourself just know that your kids would much rather have them on a flash drive than in six giant binders yeah and then then you kind of feel guilty if you if you know your parents pass away, you go over there, they have a hundred different photo albums, and then you you got to like throw them away. So you kind of feel guilty by doing that. But yeah, uh, put them on a, get them digitally done. Like you say, there's companies that do it for you. Uh, and you know what I found? So every once in a while, I'll take a look at an old photo album that um, either my wife's grandma kept, you know, when she was a, a, a young kid, they kind of have a funny little smell to them too. So why don't you do your kids a favor, get them digitally done, Get rid of the photo albums. It's so much less uh, clutter around the house. And they'll really you're right. Because, you know, that paper is turning yellow. It's yeah. rotting. It, it's rotting. They have wicked chemicals on there that made the photo happen through the magic of chemistry before we got into the digital world. But yeah, and look, if you here's the whole point of the photo so people know what you look like in the future. If you want to make sure your grandkids and maybe their great grandkids see it, you're going to have to digitize it because those little physical photos are about going to be done 
anyway. And that gives you a better chance of, of your legacy being passed on the second it hits a hard drive. It's not necessarily going to be that easy to get rid of. So that I, I think it's more permanent that way, too. There you go. Uh, number four on the list of five things your kids don't want to inherit from you, China and collectibles. Oh, my goodness. I One time I went over a friend's house, and it was the first time I ever went over his house. This is when we were adults. I, I, it was his mom's house. And I just remember walking in, and every spot that could have some sort of collectible or doll or something had something. It was unbelievable. I, she must have saved everything from the time her kids were newborns and they went on a vacation and purchased a little trinket and just found a little spot in the house. And I just think I can't imagine her passing away and my my friends having to go there and clean that place out. I mean, it boxes and boxes and boxes of, I don't want to call it garbage, but it kind of is. See, that's the tough part because I went through this, uh, my, my wife's grandmother's still alive, but when her grandfather passed away, she was downsizing. So she was giving away a bunch of her stuff. And she had, I kid you not, 18 different tea sets. You know, the tiny little plates, the saucers, mm-hmm. and the tiny little cups, and the tiny little pourers. Uh, and, and I'm like, well, let's just throw this away. And they're like, this is valuable. To whom? To whom right. is this valuable? Well, can we, take, can we take some? We can take one tea set. Well, why can't we have two? Baby, we don't even use one. I mean, yep. We don't even drink hot tea. So, no, your kids don't want that. They don't want the little hand drum that you got in Portugal in 1978 or whatever. They don't want that. I know. And start thinking to yourself, do I even use this stuff? Do you even use that tea set or you just have it because you've had it forever? Well, I like the fire analogy. If this burned up in a fire, would you go rebuy it? Yeah. You're going to be upset about that tea set that you bought 30 years ago. I need 18 tea sets again. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to say that. Uh, Number three, uh, five things your kids don't want to inherit from you. You're close. Yeah, th- and this is an easy one that continue to, you know, go through your closet all the time. Every season, you can basically go through your closet and start throwing stuff away. No one wants your blouse from 15 years ago that you don't wear, you know? So go through it, downsize the clothes. If who, I don't understand people that are keeping clothes for 20 years. Uh, I mean, they make better clothes nowadays. So I see this more with shoes. Yeah, and shoes are huge. Women, I know dudes who have, they, they, hey, if you're going to spend $800 for a pair of shoes, you know, you're number one, you're not going to wear it that awesome because you don't want them to uh, get ruined. But then you're going to have them 20 years later. Yeah, I just recently went through my closet and, and got rid of some shoes because, you know, you get in that little habit. You just go, yeah, I might wear them again. Who knows? But then I'm like, I haven't wore these things in a year. All right. If I haven't worn them in a year, let's get rid of them. These things are just starting to build up. All right. We're talking with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. Uh, this is sort of an estate planning topic here, but it's five things your kids don't want to inherit from you. And, you know, look, there's a lot of other stuff your kids don't want to inherit from you. Th- these are sort of more of the overlooked ones, I should say. Uh, but number two on this list is books. And it kind of has the same issue as photo albums for the most part when we archive and keep our photos. They're digitized now. And for um, for books, I would say about half of my reading is done on a screen now. And so, you know, having these old classic libraries to fill up with old classic books isn't the norm anymore. Yeah, that's right. And uh, I mean, I understand why a lot of folks keep keep books. They read a book. They're they're proud that they read this book and they keep it. And then they, you know, back in the day, that was basically the only thing that you could do. What it was. We've had digital books for what, maybe like 20 years, if that. Exactly. So, 
you know, these books will accumulate, but to your point, it's like the photo albums. Everything's digital nowadays. And, and here's the thing, they're much more convenient digitally because maybe you're just looking for a certain section in that book. You can just search for it on your computer, get right to that section instead of having to go through, you know, the actual physical copy of the book. However, if you do happen to call us and get my book, you better keep it. Yeah, we'll tell you how to get a free copy of that. Or should we just do it now? <laughs> Text the word yeah. right. The, his book is Retire Right. You know, this show's Retire Right. The book's named after the show, or maybe the show's named after the book. Uh, but you text the word right to 248-988-9696, 248-988-9696. And that'll get you uh, into the, to the process of getting the free book in your hands. But uh, tell the guy why he needs to get this book and who needs to get this book. Like, Is it a certain age group or what? You know, I think this book is really well-rounded. So you could be somebody who's just starting to invest or somebody who's actually retired and just looking for some really good ideas to maybe you missed a few things when you're building your plan or maybe you didn't even build an actual retirement plan. So this book will give you a lot of good nuggets, a lot of good ideas, get your your mind moving a little bit. Maybe you had a very specific uh, approach to retiring. Well, maybe that might not be the best and or only approach. So get the book. It's going to give you ideas. Once you get the book, do us a favor. After you read it, pass it to a friend. And maybe we can just continue to pass it around, get people a little bit more educated. And that's what we're trying to do. And that's what we do when you come in and you sit down with us here at Mueller Retirement Planning. We want to educate you. Not only are we building your plans, we want you to understand why we're building them this way. We want you to have a really good solid understanding of the pros and cons to everything. All right. Uh, 248-988-9696. That's the text number. You can call it, but uh, text the word right to get that book. Text the word right. 248-988-9696. All right. Final thing in this list here of five things your kids don't want to inherit from you is your debt. Yeah. No one wants that debt. So what you want to do is, is really have certain goals and start paying this debt off. Now, I know it's easier said than done, but there's some tools out there that might help you pay down the debt. And, uh, you know, there's things, there's reverse mortgages. If, you know, it's kind of like last resort, if you need to do that, it will help you pay down some debt. Uh, but, you know, there's a lot of unnecessary, like a lot of folks, they'll, they'll carry, I, I can't believe this. They carry credit card debt, even though they have enough money and enough emergency fund to pay it off. It, that always, it, that happens more often than I, than you would think. I'm sitting down with somebody and it could be a retiree and they are rolling with five or 10 grand of credit card debt for no apparent reason, just because they don't want to withdraw the money to pay it off. And it drives me wild. So, you know, make sure that you're not leaving your kids with a bunch of unnecessary debt, please. Yeah. And I don't know, sometimes you think, oh, I need to spend all this money on myself. I earned it. I should spend it on me. And I understand that when you die, you hope your last check bounces or whatever. But if you're going over that line into the red, that that should be one of your first goals of retirement planning is to not retire or not die with debt. Yeah. And basically that just causes more anxiety at the end of the day. And you're wasting a lot of money because if you have that debt, you're most likely paying a pretty high interest rate on that. So why do you want to just throw away your hard-earned money on some interest that you, you really don't need to do? So, and that, you know, a lot of that comes down to making sure that you have the proper financial plan that's tailored specifically for you and your goals. And that's exactly what we do here at Mueller Retirement Planning. 
Yeah, and if you're worried about MasterCard and Visa not making enough money, they've got a lot for me, so you can go ahead and let that alleviate some of your guilt. All right, if you want to get Sean's book or you want to just come in the office, it's the same phone number. You can text or voice call. Yeah, I said that right. 248-988-9696. Text the word right to get Sean's book. 248-988-9696. The website's MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. And his office probably isn't too far from you right now. He's over in Southfield. We're in Southfield, Metro Detroit. So come and see us. We're just south of 696 off of Evergreen Road, right across the Southfield Public Library in the atrium building. Quit procrastinating. Pick up the phone. Give us a call, 248-988-9696. Make your appointment. Let's get things going. Don't wait till the last minute. Let's get a plan down. Let's get the proper investments, income plan, specifically tailored for yourself. All right, thanks for hanging out with us this weekend. Come back, we'll do it again next weekend. I'm James Parker. This has been Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Please remember that converting an employer plan account to a Roth IRA is a taxable event. Increased taxable income from the Roth IRA conversion may have several consequences, including, but not limited to, a need for additional tax withholding or estimated tax payments, the loss of certain tax deductions and credits, and higher taxes on Social Security benefits and higher Medicare premiums. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA. Retire Right is the name of our radio show. It is used solely for marketing purposes and should not be seen as a promise or guarantee of investment results or preservation of principle. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. Mueller Retirement Planning is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mueller Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. But accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. This radio show is a paid placement.